Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm one week away from being the father of a one-year-old girl. And in the last 365 days, I have learned quite a bit about parenting, life, what's important. And I'm in one of those reflective moods today. So it's going to be a brainstorm about fatherhood and the lessons that I believe she's already learned at one years old. I'll, I'll start out with, in the delivery room, um, nothing can prepare you for fatherhood. It was the most emotional, uh, probably a couple days of my life. The, the circumstances around her uh, delivery were kind of unique. Labor was 37 hours. Uh, didn't really, we didn't really sleep. It was, it was hectic. And as soon as she popped out, it was like, all right, game time. Uh, everything changed for the better. Absolutely for the better. So I spent the first probably 90 days. I'll break it up in quarters. That's how I like to talk about business. First 90 days, I, I learned how to operate with no sleep. I took a step back in my career and looked at it from a holistic timeline view, 360 degrees, and decided to sell my position in the private equity firm that I was in so that I could focus on my family and following my dreams of being the best father I could to my child and husband to my wife. So it was lots of dreaming with very little sleep. I've never held something so fragile and precious. Just absolutely having to make sure that you don't make any sudden movements or any lights or sounds to, to not upset a newborn. And they can't even hold their heads up. So you have to support their neck at all times. Just, I'm a bull in a china shop mostly, but it probably taught me how to be a little bit more gentle. The next, the next 90 days, I still called her a newborn and I kept getting scolded that she's not a newborn because now she can hold her head up on her own and starts to follow, uh, starts to follow people and recognize the patterns and see, and just see things and use her faculties and uh, starts to smile and giggle. And then from months six to nine, it's all a blur, so I'm doing my best to remember. She started crawling. She started getting her teeth in. She started eating solid food. Started to, um, as soon as she learned how to crawl, tried to climb stairs. Started uh, you know, laughing and having a sense of humor. And now that she's just about one, she's all but walking on her own. She takes a couple steps. Well, with, with us holding her hand, she can do it. Um, she takes a couple of steps. She's learning how to talk. She has a handful of vocabulary words. And someone might look at her and be like, oh, it's just a little baby. But I look at it like how far she has come since she was born. And she's not even one year old. And it's just like this rapid compounding learning that you don't even know what they uh, pay attention to. But they're always watching. One of the things I, I loved to do when I was growing up was a rough house. I, everyone that's listening might know that I'm a wrestler, uh, MMA, jiu-jitsu, all that. So, I, uh, you know, as soon as she was not so fragile, we started playing games and, and roughhousing. And nothing crazy, but just, you know, like play wrestling. And several times at daycare, they've said that she's going to be a wrestler when she grows up. She's pinning kids. She just loves to play. And it's part of me thinks that it can't just be learned. It has to be epigenetic. 
there's got to be something in, in her from our experiences, Skylar and I. The same way she takes to water, and Skylar was a swimmer her whole life. Her hobbies, the things that she enjoys, seem seemingly passed down epigenetics. I don't know if that's how true that is. It's my reflection. It's just what I'm seeing. Changing her diapers now, before, I mean, it was... I didn't know how to do it. Now it's, I don't know how to contain her because she's bridging off her back as if she's trying not to get pinned in a wrestling match. She's super tough and she, she doesn't like hearing no right now. So I, the the main brainstorm, the thing that I, I look back on the last 360 days to, to, to today is you can't learn how to be a parent until you become a parent. All the books and all the advice I talked to people about had absolutely no effect on preparing me. It was all my learned experience and number two is the instincts of being a parent really kick in once it's showtime and the only way to get more confident at watching my daughter and teaching her and being a father is just to practice and do more so i spend easily four to five hours every day with my daughter i'm blessed to do it um i shape my career around that goal and it's crazy to see how someone's personality, their hobbies, their tendencies, the things they like, they don't like, how much of that is shaped by their environment, but how much of it is they're born with. And I want to say as a final note, if you have innate callings and characteristics and traits and things you enjoy and you like to do, don't ignore them because chances are uh, it's, it's hardwired in your DNA. So I can't be something else other than uh, a marketer and a salesperson, a real estate guy. If I wanted to be an astrophysicist or an accountant, I would fail miserably because it's just not who I am. And my daughter taught me more about who I am in the last year than I think anyone else has since. So this one goes out to the the OG Thunderstock, Torvi Stockdale. Um, I just could I could ramble on about how proud and grateful I am to be your father all all day but I'm gonna need to keep it keep it sub 10 minutes and just look back at the the last year and be really happy that um, I was chosen to be your father fatherhood is is the best gift it's also the most important job I'm glad to be in a position that I can commit fully to that job and benefit from all it has to teach